0: June 24th, Acts chapter 15, verse 36, through chapter 16, verse 15. After some time, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's return to each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are getting along. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark, but Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not shared in their work. Their disagreement over this was so sharp that they separated. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas, and the believers sent them off, entrusting them to the Lord's grace. So they traveled throughout Syria and Cilicia to strengthen the churches there. Paul and Silas went first to Derbe, and then on to Lystra. There they met Timothy, a young disciple whose mother was a Jewish believer, but whose father was a Greek. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. In deference to the Jews of the area, he arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left, for everyone knew that his father was a Greek. Then they went from town to town, explaining the decision regarding the commandments that were to be obeyed, as decided by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in their faith and grew daily in numbers. Next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia, because the Holy Spirit had told them not to go into the province of Asia at that time. Then, coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed for the province of Bithynia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus did not let them go, so instead they went on through Mysia to the city of Troas. That night Paul had a vision. He saw a man from Macedonia in northern Greece pleading with him, Come over here and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, for we could only conclude that God was calling us to preach the good news there. We boarded a boat at Troas and sailed straight across to the island of Samothrace. And the next day we landed at Neapolis. From there we reached Philippi a major city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a river bank, where we supposed that some people met for prayer, and we sat down to speak with some women who had come together. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart, And she accepted what Paul was saying. She was baptized along with other members of her household, and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I am faithful to the Lord, she said, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we did.
1: The words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them, for they come from the very heart of God. He loves you, and He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are broken hearted I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. Nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you.
0: Today, we're reading from Psalm 142, verses 1 through 7, and this is another of David's cave psalms. It's filled with assurances, the kind of assurances you and I can use today. You can claim these assurances when you find yourself in a difficult place. There are some principles in this psalm we'll learn. Principle number one, God hears your prayers. Now there are times when prayer is worship. And there are times when prayer is warfare. In the heat of the battle, pour out your heart to the Lord and tell Him how you feel and what you need. Turn that cave into a holy of holies. Another principle is God knows your path. David walked in God's will, but the enemy lied about him and set traps to catch him. Walk with the Lord a step at a time, and He will see you through. Next principle we'll learn in this psalm is the fact that God feels your pain. David felt completely abandoned, but he knew the Lord was with him. When you feel like nobody cares, remember that He cares for you. God is your portion. That's the next principle. If you have God, what more do you need? One with God is a majority, so be wholly satisfied and confident in Him. And finally, God will be praised. It may not look like it now, but one day your trials will turn out for your good and God's glory. So start praising Him now by faith, and you'll be tuned up when the answer comes. Psalm 142, verses 1 through 7. A psalm of David, regarding his experience in the cave. A prayer. I cry out to the Lord, I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before Him and tell Him all my troubles. For I am overwhelmed, and you alone know the way I should turn. Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. Then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in life. Hear my cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you treat me kindly. Proverbs 17, verses 24 and 25. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom. But a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish child brings grief to a father and bitterness to a mother.